Hello, 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 and welcome to Real Conversations. I hope all is well. I pray all is well. And if it is not, trust and believe that it can and it will get better. So, I don't know what's going on, but when I say, for two days, I have literally been trying to get out these messages, and it's in my brain But the words are literally not coming out my mouth the way that I wanted to. And so I got I I became frustrated because this has never happened to me. I told you I have I'm a woman of many words. And so today I actually because I've just been frustrated and overwhelmed all day trying to get these messages out and it's not coming to me. So. I literally sat here and I said, okay, let me pull out my oracle cards. And then I also said, let me pull out my my chakra um, stones because I have stones. Uh, you know, I'm into all of that stuff. And when I tell you, I literally said my mantra and I asked the ancestors to help me. And I literally pulled... The aventurine, which is a green stone, which is the throat chakra. Literally just pulled this stone out. This is the throat chakra. Something is blocking my throat chakra. I don't know who's upset. I don't know who's angry or who's pissed off by something that I may have said. Possibly in the ethers, possibly that they're feeling possibly from a podcast or one of my posts because I have been getting those messages that you know somebody is maybe you know watching my social media watching I don't know but I'm I'm telling you my cards don't lie and then my daughter as I was about to begin my daughter is also very tapped in you know she doesn't she has the gift but you know she she needs to hone in on it she needs to focus and as she came in to sit down and, and I was trying to explain it to her. So she ran and got her phone. So she's here with me. I don't know how long she's going to stay because today I pulled nine cards. Usually I do six because six cards usually take me an hour. So today may be a little longer. I don't know if it's going to be a part two or part three. But just hang in there because we're going to get to this message. So what does it mean? What, what what information did you just bring so, back to me? So what I learned, so these past, this, well, this past month, like, yeah, mainly this, well, back before July, August, I've been watching Avatar The Last Airbender, you know, it deals with, you know, the four elements, earth, water, yeah. fire, fire, and air, yeah. um, and it's, it's all about, you know, finding yourself and learning from your experiences and you know going through things so you can you know reach a level of enlightenment so that you can encourage others to keep going and encourage others that it's okay to fail and it's okay to you know that whatever situation that you're in you're going to prosper from it so when I came in she said that her throat that um there's something about her throat chakra. So, from a recent episode that I watched on from Avatar: The Last Airbender, um, Avatar Aang, 
he went to go see a guru who was who was like a mutual friend of his one of his mentors that was you know like ambushed while he disappeared so he went to the guru to align his chakras and to get to um get within the avatar state so within the avatar state that you're able to you know go see spirits and talk to spirits and learn from past um either past ancestors or past avatars to learn like what happened in the past to understand about current events so what the what the guru told Aang was that so we'll get to your throat chakra which is your voice your vocal part your vocal part and where you you know express a lot of things it's it's it represents your truth but it's blocked by your lies so what is something that you are lying about or something that you have lied about? And what is something that needs to come to light mm. in order for your throat chakra or for your chakra to be unblocked or remain aligned? So it may not necessarily be something that you've already said. It may be something that you haven't said. Mm. As to why you pull the throat chakra. Mm. That is interesting. Mm-hmm. So something that I haven't Cause, said. Because each chakra, it represents something. Right. But it's blocked by something else. Okay. So you have to realize what... The, what what for for each of them you have to realize which like which um meaning is like blocked or like I don't know how you put it like which you know what goes with what and then realize certain things from either your past or your present that's blocking it now and then excuse me you have to either you know release it handle what you have to handle and then You'll be, you know, aligned. Wow. Okay. So, that's interesting. Some, so, basically, something that I'm lying. See, this is, this is, see, the teacher has to be able, and I've said this before. You know, I speak from spirit. A lot of the times when I do my podcasting or I do my messages, I speak straight from the soul like it just flows and like I said for the past two days I have literally been trying to get out these messages and it's like something is blocking me something is just holding me something is like it don't want me to speak so it it, and it's like I said I got frustrated so now that you say that maybe I need to 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 really like but I have I've been so busy these past few days maybe I just need to sit and meditate Either and sit and meditate or just speak your truth speak my truth but regard that's what your that's what it's the throat around. your the, truth the truth but see here's my thing because you know, in my podcast, I always speak my truths. I, I don't hide anything. Um, I've been very, and I try to be very open and honest and transparent um, about 
things that has transpired in my life, my past, and just, you know, just all of the trials and tribulations and the things that I've been through. So I'm like, do maybe I feel like somebody's blocking, like they don't want me to speak something. That's what I'm feeling. I mean, what, what truth is there? Yeah. But are you specifying that boundary? Mm. So I didn't even read my cards yet, but I did a nine card spread. So my daughter, one of the cards that I pulled, let me get my glasses. Cause you know, I got to see, uh, is setting boundaries, threshold protection and honor. You know, How can you set the boundary if you're not speaking your truth? You see divine masculinity? But in oracles, divine, div, div, um, divine masculine represents something else. In tarot, it, it's d- divine masculine represents the male. And what in, does that represent? Though? In oracle, it means that I'm going that a divine masculine is going to enter my life, and that you know this person will be the person who will help me and guide me onto, like I have to go into, God. yeah. To my find my purpose. God. Yeah. Hold on. Because I, I pulled this card before. And you see with the oracles is that I can pull a card. And then I can pull it a, another time during a drawing or a reading. And it'll literally, I'll get a different message. So, okay. So Divine Masculine says, this is the card of Osiris. Master of Resurrection. He heralds a time of active and creative energy in your life. He fuses his own inner light with the powerful and eternal vibration of universal consciousness. Being newly empowered in every cell and every thought, the hawk that sits on his shoulders has a strong life force and intense energy. This card indicates that you are entering this field of expansion energy at this time, expensive energy at this time. In flight, the hawk has great vision and the ability to communi- communicate with the spirit of creation. This is an important message for you. You are moving into a time of great creative and productive energy. So let yourself consider what project or activity is calling to your soul. Whether it's a new business, a novel, a work of art, now is the time to focus on the type of endeavor. Your own resonance vibrates with an absolutely electric connection with universal inspiration and acceleration action, accelerated action. In fact, you may emerge from this time feeling not only reinvigorated, but reinvented. On a personal level, this card could signify an approaching relationship with a man. 
It may be a new romance or it could be a strong friendship or business connection. This man brings fresh ideas and dynamic energy into your life. So be conscious of new opportunities. Remember, as you receive, receive the guidance and support, always maintain your own creative intention and listen to your own intuitive voice. Affirmation. As I connect with the creative force in the universe, my own creativity expands and thrives. So... The way this spread is, this is the past, this is the present, but here, this card represents the turning point, and the turning point begins here. So, a man, a new relationship, because, but setting boundaries. You see how the cards lay out, this is the, the future, so... I'm here and I'm in this state right now. Mm-hmm. And achievement, effort plus intention. You know, I'm a I'm a break this down, but this is like some type of boar or an ox or some type of bison or some type of big animal. It represents something. I don't know what that animal it represents. Like it could be a buffalo. And this woman, she is standing there. But it's like she's peering out into something. Is she holding something? Because I read them in accordance to how I pull them. But you see... Here's my thing. I'm going to read that card. I'm going to read that card. But in terms of setting boundaries, I have set boundaries. And see, the thing with setting boundaries is not only do you set boundaries for the people in your life, you also set boundaries for yourself. And that's the highest form of self-love by setting those boundaries. Because you will no longer deal with and tolerate things that you know are not of your highest good. You no longer will entertain people, places, and things. You understand what I'm saying? You become committed. You become disciplined. And once you start setting those boundaries, again, like I said, either you're going to have people who are going to accept it or they're going to reject it. Because it is what it is. But once you start setting those clear and firm boundaries, people know. Like, okay, well, I I can't play with her like that. I can't, you know, say this or I can't do this because she's not going to tolerate that kind of, you know what I'm saying, that kind of attitude. That That can go in multiple ways with setting boundaries, but sometimes you have to set boundaries for yourself. And sometimes that boundary is simply saying, no, I'm not available. I don't have time for this. I'm not going to do that. You see, whereas before in the past, I was always, yeah, 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 yeah. I'll do it. Okay, no problem, no problem. No. Now I'm like, hell no. Now I'm like, no, I'm not doing that. Uh, I'm busy. Mm-hmm. I, I, I got things to do. I, I'm not allowing myself to be available to things that just don't serve me right now. So I'm going to read this. But I'm going to hold on to my, my aventurine. But again, you know, I, I'm going to speak my truth and I'm going to continue to speak my truth. I don't care who don't like it. 
uh, it is what it is. You know, this is that this is that's a part of my obedience is speaking my truths. Now, everybody have their own truths, but I I can only tell my story. Nobody can tell my story better than I can. So I, I'm not I'm not in the land of the Lulu. I'm not lying to myself. Mm. I, I, I'm not doing that no more. I've been there too long and shit. I'm past that. So, are you going to stay while I do this reading? It's going to be a long one. Oh, no. You're leaving me? You don't see me yawning over here? Girl, you... Okay, bye. Get out. She going back to college tomorrow, y'all. So, she's over me. She ready to go. She got her stuff packed. She trying to do her lashes and everything. So, all right. Bye. Let let me get in tune. Because I know it's past your bedtime. Bye. Yeah. That, that's my, my superstar. She tired because she had to drive me around today. Yeah, she she driving now. So, yeah, because, listen, mama tired. Mama, listen, I'm chauffeur and every, listen, she got to get it together. But, yeah, so. Okay, so let me get into my cards like how I normally do and get back to this because now I feel like my throat chakra's got something to say. I don't know what spirit's going, you know, where this is going to go, but I I pulled out pulled out my my crystals. I got my cards lined up. Okay. First card, Portal, Infinite Mind, Awakening Consciousness. Second card, Lost Lack Fear, victimization. Third card, angelic assistance, divine guidance, love and support. Next card, summoning power, instinct, intellect, control. Um, usually I normally describe the cards, but for time purposes, I'm just going to read what the card says. Achievement, effort, plus intention. Divine masculine. That's the one that I just read. Setting boundaries, threshold, protection, and honor. Sensuality, feminine wisdom, and passion. Last card, sacred gratitude, reverent appreciation, and prayer. Let's get into this message. First card, portal. This card heralds the coming of a very powerful time for you. It signifies no less than the awakening of your infinite and eternal awareness. A golden radiance encircles the crown chakra and the third eye of this sacred priestess representing the profound connections that reach from your own mind to the unlimited time. I'm sorry, unlimited power of divine source. This is the portal of your ultimate experience of inspiration. You are connected to the unending flow of beneficial information from the Akashic records, resonating all around you, touching on everything from creative or artistic endeavors to work projects and even financial investments. This door to eternal guidance is open to you now. The records... Energy represented by the sacred geometry of the circle or the triangle vibrates through the ever-expanding flow of the energy in your life. The circle is the very real vortex of your eternal 
consciousness, which is sent, which is sent outward in every direction by the arrows, the triangles of your intention and life force. But just as the rays of your own light move out into infinite awareness, so too do the rays of divine consciousness return to commune with you. This magical connection can change your life in spectacular ways. It heightens your intuition, helping you to harness the wisdom of the universe throughout all your experiences, great and small. This card shows up in your spread. You'll find yourself making spontaneous honoring decisions, thrusting, trusting your choices and clearly seeing the future potentials coming into your life. The portal marks a time of expanding consciousness, open to the guidance of your own eternal mind and look to the future with confidence. So this is true. And again, um, oh, man, jeez, I hate this. So when you are with a narcissist, um, especially in that type of dynamic, the narcissist, because who they are, you are the empath, most unlikely are the empath. You are the light. You are the source. You are the one who they feed off of. And so once you become awakened, they awaken you to a level of consciousness that you never knew even existed. And so that's that portal. As, as time went on, you know, the answers that I wasn't getting, the answers that I was getting wasn't coming from people. It was coming from spirit. It was coming from an unknown space and place. My intuition kicked in, my awareness, my consciousness kicked in. And that's when I knew because, again, I wasn't getting the answers from people, especially when I asked questions regarding the narcissist from their family, from his family members, and even with his sister. So I just instinctively, something just went into overdrive. And again, I was receiving downloads, I was getting messages, things was just happening. And then as the as time went on, and things began to happen, my eyes started to open, and I became more aware. And once I was able to put my finger on it, like I said, I always knew this person had mental issues. I, I not I didn't know. I felt, let's say, I felt like he had mental issues. I, I thought he was bipolar. I thought he had some other stuff going on. And yes, you mix that personality disorder, that bipolar disorder, you mix that in with drugs and alcohol and you get a maniac, which is a narcissist. And so there you have it. So now the next card, 34, uh, the number 34, I'm sorry. It's loss, lack, fear, and victimization. Now this is a new card, which I never had. So let me pull this one and see what this one means. So this is the past energy that I'm reading right now. It says the woman on this card stands alone in anxious judgment of her life. Poof. She focuses on past losses and assumes there are more to come. With her fan of owl feathers, she attempts to shield herself from potential hurts. Yet the owl on her shoulder can see through her darkness and guide her out of her fear and lack of consciousness. So let me tell you. And let me tell you, and let me tell you again, 
if you ever been in a narcissistic situation, you would not want to be in another relationship. You would not want to love. You would not want to even, I'm telling you, you would isolate yourself. You would say, hell no, I can, I'm never doing this again. And I was in that space. I was like, I'm, I'm not doing this again. I'm, and I'm still in that space. If my partner wasn't who he is and, and he wasn't so patient and loving and kind and understanding. And if he wasn't the person, the man, if he wasn't the man that he, I would be single. I'm never doing this again. I am never opening up my, my, and, and I wouldn't even say never in that way. What I mean is I would never allow someone to come into my life and do what the narcissist did to me and me sit there and accept it. There's no way I would never do that again. As much as I love my partner and he's the world to me, if he ever, I would leave him the same. I would leave him the same day. There would be no questions. There would be no conversations. There would be no arguments. It would be no if, ands, buts about it, about it. I'm out because I I know what I've been through and I, that vicious cycle of the in and out, the highs and the lows, just being on that roller coaster of abuse. I'm no, I'm never putting myself in that situation ever again. And, and I, I listen, and I mean that on my life. The message of this card is clear. No matter what kind of loss you've experienced in the past, it is absolutely necessary to shift your focus now and to redefine your power. Did you hear what I said? When you when you're with a narcissist, you really lose your power. And that's that loss, that lack, that fear, that victim mindset. Like I never once I realized that I was dealing with a narcissist and I under, and I started to really understand narcissism, I did not claim being a victim. I did not. That was not my goal. That was not, I'm not no victim. I, I I may have been victimized, but oh no, I'm reclaiming my power by moving forward, by living my life, by loving again, from big be, to being in a healthy relationship, to creating an environment and an atmosphere for my kids and myself to thrive. See, because narcissists don't want that. They don't like that. The whole goal of a narcissist is to kill, steal, destroy, chaos, dysfunction, abuse, manipulation, lies, cheating, fear, all of that. That's the mindset of a narcissist. They are very vindictive. They're spiteful. They're downright evil and wicked. And they're very intentional. And they do all of that to you on purpose to keep you stuck. Stuck dealing with their demonic entities. I'm telling you, I don't wish that on my enemy. I don't have enemies, but I'm just saying. You are no longer victim of... You're no longer the victim of a threatening world, frightened and unable to direct your own destiny. That's reclaiming your power. In fact, since your consciousness creates your reality, this assumption only keeps your energy stuck. What did I tell you? If you sit and if you stay stuck to a narcissist, you will forever. You were sitting there. Why me? Why is he treating me like this? Why he doesn't love me? Why he's not caring for me? Why he's not? You were sitting a victim mindset trying to figure out why, why, why? Oh, hell no. Hell no. I know what I'm worth. I know what I deserve. And I know that I don't deserve this shit. I'm out. 
The owl encourage you to leave your victim mentality behind and see the truth of the eternal courage and power. Let me tell you something. Do you know how much strength and power and courage it takes to leave a narcissist? I'm telling you, you have a strength and a courage that you didn't even know existed. Because when you leave a narcissist, like you literally have to purge yourself from them. Because they they attach themselves to you and they trauma bond to you and they make you feel guilty for leaving them. They, they, They treat you the absolute worst. They do everything. I mean, they... Listen, and they want you to stay and tolerate the abuse, tolerate the lies, tolerate the the victimization. They want you to sit there and just tolerate it. It's crazy. When loss comes up in your life, let yourself grieve, but don't define yourself by that experience. Let me tell you something. And, And when people say, you know, in the beginning, when I was, you know, coming out of that fog with the narcissist um, and you grieve. When I tell you I, I cried for weeks. When I say I just needed a release because it was a, a sense of relief to get that person out of my life. But when they say grieve, you grieve from the illusion. You grieve because you now understand that the person you was with or dealing with that it was a complete lie everything about it was false all the times they cried all the times they told you that they loved you all the times that they promised and acted like they were going to change all the times that just everything you have to grieve do you know what it's like to grieve someone who does not exist Okay, let me break it down. Because the narcissist don't know their true self. The narcissist is a shapeshifter. And what happens is the narcissist will try to become whatever it is that they need to become for you. They are they have no identity. The narcissist does not know who they are. Narcissists don't have a soul. And this is why they don't have any compassion. They don't have any love. They don't have any empathy. They don't possess those qualities. So you, the, you're, you think that you're in a situation. Well, it's not a situ, It's not a relationship. You think that you're in a relationship, but you're not. So you're grieving the loss of a relationship that you thought you was in because you have put in so much time and energy and money. You tried to love this person and you did it from a genuine place. You see, but they wasn't in a day wasn't genuine with you. You were genuine with them, but they weren't genuine with, with you. So you have to grieve the death of a person that is still living in the, the human flesh form. But the person, the illusion of who and what you thought they were does not exist. That shit is mind blowing. In my case, I have kids with the narcissist. I literally had to grieve the death of a person that I thought existed. He does not exist. I do not know who that man is. No one truly knows who a narcissist is.
that narcissist has a whole nother deep dark side and lives that I know nothing about. And to be honest with you, I don't want to know because what I do know is enough to not ever allow that person back into my life. That person is dead to me. That person died a long time ago. So you have to go through this death and grief and mourning. In my case, and I can, and, and everybody has a different testimony. I dealt with this person for over 20 plus years. 20 plus years. So I literally had to grieve a person who was in my life for 20 plus years who really wasn't a person. It's almost like a ghost. You remember the movie Ghost with Whoopi Goldberg and um Patrick Swayze? The husband, Sam, he passed away. But the spirit was still there. And she can feel him, that energy. She could hear him and things like that. And she, you know, and then she, at some point, I believe in the movie, he had to be released. That's what it's like when you're dealing with a narcissist. You have to heal. You have to, you have to grieve. And this is why I say you have to process all of your emotions, feel all of your emotions. You're going to go through all of that. Because you will go through that portal and you will awaken and your consciousness and you will start to see things and things will be revealed to you. And then once you understand and process everything, you now have to really grieve in order to move forward. You can't stay stuck in that space and in that place being a victim you have to grieve the loss, the time, the energy, your money, your resources, your body, everything. You have to grieve because you now understand that that part of your life was just an illusion. It was all fake. None of it was real. None of it was real. That is the hardest shit to deal with. To grieve the loss of a person who is still alive in the flesh. But that spirit was dead a long time ago. And that's why they were able to do the things that they did to you. Because they don't have a spirit. Let me move on with this card. Because I can, I can be here all night just speaking about that alone. Be willing to take charge and set your sights on real solutions and new directions. When you take action and view your life with optimism and self-honoring intentions, you become the director of rather than the victim in your own life. This empowered approach may seem strange to you and you may not fully trust yourself just yet, but this card is telling you that you can no longer live in darkness isolation, and fear. <sighs> Everything about a narcissist is darkness. 
everything about a narcissist is dark. Narcissists like to make so much drama and chaos and confusion in your life. You almost get paralyzed in fear because you are just in a constant state of unknown. You don't know what's next. You know something is coming, but you don't know what's next because the narcissist always has something going on. It's like everything that the narcissist touch turns to shit. Literally, nothing good comes when you are dealing with a narcissist. Nothing. Narcissists love to isolate their victims. They will isolate you from family, from friends. They will keep you trapped. I came across a post that says narcissists or don't they don't have relationships. They have hostages. Narcissists will hold you captive in these toxic situations with them. They would love bomb you, reel you in. They would devalue you, break you down. Then they would discard you like you're nothing, like you're trash. And then they'll come back and beg and plead and cry and and do all of the things to make you feel sorry for them. And they'll promise to change and they'll do all of the, they'll say whatever it is that they have to say. And guess what? Once Once you allow them back in your life, it starts all over again. The love bombing. The gaslighting, the devaluing, and the discard. It's time to let go of your old patterns of people-pleasing and passive acceptance of others' agendas. What did I just say? What did I just say? You know that you need to leave that narcissist alone. You know that that narcissist is unhealthy and toxic. You know that you need to get this person out of your life. But by people pleasing, not honoring yourself, not respecting yourself and loving yourself, you keep allowing the narcissist back into your life, repeating the same cycles of abuse and patterns, unhealthy, toxic patterns. Remember, the narcissist always has an agenda. You are not on the same page. You are not on one accord. The narcissist is always scheming and plotting against you on how they could hurt you and break you down and keep you stuck. It's time to take your rightful place as a powerful presence in your world. That's that self-love. Again, do you know how powerful and courageous it is to stand up to a narcissist, to set those boundaries and tell them, no, I'm done, and to walk away and not be bonded to them spiritually, sexually, emotionally, not be connected to them? Because that's what they do. Demons always need a place to rest and they will attach themselves to anyone and anything. The next card, Angelic Assistance. This tender-hearted, smiling angel brings you a message of encouragement and support. 
Let me tell you something. You need it. You will need to be patient with yourself. You would need to surround yourself with people who understand you. People who are going to love you and support you while you heal. That's who you need to get around. Heavenly light emulates, I'm sorry, emanates from her heart and hands. From the brilliance of the divine consciousness shines down from above to the top of her head. This vibrating resonance of healing and loving power is all around you. Brought by the angels who long to assist you in every area of your life. Dealing with a narcissist, you will fully understand that you are under a spiritual attack. And it's spiritual warfare. Because the, the demonic entities and forces that you are dealing with is unbelievable. And they are relentless. This is the time that you need to call upon your angels and ask for that strength and that guidance. They were protecting you, believe it or not. And trust me, they were protecting you from things seen and unseen. Because again, the narcissists live a whole nother life that you know nothing about. And trust me, if you knew what the narcissist was doing, you would be completely disgusted. You would be turned off for even allowing them in in your space, in your homes, to touch your body, to enter into your bodies, you will be completely disgusted because you don't even know. You couldn't even fathom that a person like this existed. That's that mourning. That's that grief. That's that loss. You have to grieve the loss of this person because, again, they are here in the flesh, but their spirit is disgusting. Their spirit is dirty. If you have never turned to the angels before, now is the time to start. What did I just say? They are very real. They are a very real presence in the world and they can exert a significant influence on your life. If you have a problem that needs resolving or a project that needs some inspiration, the angels can help you. Whether you're working on a physical issue or a difficult relationship, the angels bring clarity and healing. So stop resisting and open up to the very real powerful. I'm sorry, open up to their very real power. Invite them to walk with you through their day. Ask for their guidance, their energy, their joyous resolutions. Then let yourself stop and take a moment to receive. You'll be amazed by the healing peace and inspiration that comes your way. Let me tell you, let me just say this. I, I have some, some heavy angels with me. I, I do. My angels are some heavy hitters. I will say that. And I thank them every day. I appreciate them because I know that they were with me. They were with me every step of the way. Because it is only because of their protection why I'm still here today. Why I'm sane. Why I have my mind. Why I have clarity. Why I have peace and understanding. I have this wisdom. I have this knowledge. I have this. My intuition is heightened. My consciousness is only my, the gifts from my angels. Because Lord knows I was not in this space a couple of years ago. When I tell you I was just so down and defeated and I was, I lost my mind back then. Now I'm in my sound mind. But back then, 
I could see how I completely lost my mind because you have to be a level of deranged and delusional to sit and deal with that shit. Let me just say the next card. Summoning power, instinct, intellect and control. This priestess of the night is summoning the power of the full moon and channeling it to the wild wolves beside her. She is calm and in control. The wolves stand at the attention with the energy of quiet strength resonating above. This card is telling you that you have far more power than you realize. What did I just tell you? You don't realize how powerful you are until it's time to become powerful. You don't realize how strong you have to be until strong is all you know. You don't know courageous until you are faced. You are faced with some things and you have no choice but to be courageous. I'm telling you. And then you'll sit back and you're like, wow, I didn't even know I could do that. I didn't even know I was capable of that. Why did not I do that sooner? What was what was holding me back? What was delaying me? What was stopping me from walking in my strength and in my power? What was what? That's because you were still walking in that fear and that victim mindset. Oh, but reclaim your power because trust me when I say. Trust me when I say. I'm sitting on my throne and I'm not coming off my throne for no one. There may be something in your life, perhaps a relationship or a recent challenge that you have felt powerless to handle. If so, it's time to focus your own intellect and instinct on the issue at hand. Then muster the courage to take the necessary action. Let me tell you something. When I started to just say the word no. I simply started saying no. I started to reclaim my power because if you know anything about narcissists, they hate that word. No, you will cause a major narcissistic injury when you tell them no. That's a secret. It may also be a time to harness the unhealthy personal patterns that you have left unchecked. Indulgences and addictions might seem to have had the upper hand, but your wild impulses can absolutely be tamed. Remain peaceful but persistent in this noble pursuit of self-honoring and self-control. Let me tell you something. Self-love is the highest form of love. When you start to honor yourself... And you can control yourself. You can control your emotions, control your your habits and things. Those things that you no longer attach yourself to. When you eliminate those things, trust me. Because what happened was little by little by little by little, I kept pulling away from the narcissist. And I said, okay, let me pull this back. Let me pull this back. Let me pull this back. And I started becoming disciplined with it. And then as I started to pull back, I saw how it was irritating the shit out of him. And the last straw was, stop having sex with him. And when I tell you, I said, "Uh uh-huh. 
That's it. That narcissist that I was dealing with, he has some sexual addictions. He has some issues in that area. Because understand something, the rest of the relationship was shit. But when it came to sex, it was no problem. Not a problem. When it got, you know, towards the end, and I said, you know, we need to go to therapy. That man looked me in my face and told me, oh, well, well, we got to go to therapy for us so they could tell us how to have sex. I said, if you think that sex is the only issue that we have, you're more delusional than I thought. When you have self-control and you have discipline to break those patterns, those unhealed toxic patterns, and you start to reclaim your power, you will see the shift in the perspective. You will see how things change in your life. I'm telling you, I've been there. I know. Be honest about your ability to prioritize your higher needs. When you summon the quiet yet powerful light of your soul, your intuitive strength becomes the central force in your own life and a resonant voice in your world. Did you hear what I just said? The next card, achievement. The priestess of the white buffalo stands shoulder to shoulder with the mighty beast, bringing a message about the direction of your life. She reveals that you will have that you will achieve success by aligning your conscious intentions with the with the drive and the energy that you focus on your goals. Some people have clear, specific intentions, yet their efforts fall short due to confusion, misdirection or just laziness. Others put a lot of effort into their lives, but their intentions are unclear or even full of doubt. The message here is to bring the two together in a lucid and logical way. Understand your true intentions and take responsibilities for the effort you put into them every day. Buffalo are methodical in their movement and they have humps on their shoulders, symbolic of the ability to carry heavy loads. This represents the systematic energy needed when attempting to bring your intentions to fruition. Listen, I always say you have to be intentional about what you want and what you don't want. And you have to stay committed. You have to be consistent You have to put yourself first. You have to honor yourself. Get rid of those old toxic. If you want change, you have to be the change. You can't wait for people to change. You can't continuously sit around and expect and cry and wait for somebody to change, somebody to love you, to treat you right, to respect you, to value you, to see your worth. No. No. It's you. You hold the power. You hold the keys. You are the source. You are the plug. Abundant success is assured when you apply planned and patient effort to the intentions that truly resonate with your heart. Since the white buffalo is so sacred and rare, this card brings a special message. It's time to raise your intentions and take your effort to a higher level. Bring level, bring prayer to your path and you will ignite the unlimited abundance that this beautiful creature signifies. When I tell you, 
If you don't pray, you got to pray your way through it. You Listen, you have to be intentional about your prayers. Trust me when I say. So the next card is Divine Masculine, which I already read. And so I'm not going to reread that one. So the next card is Setting Boundaries. Threshold, protection, and honor. The priestess of the threshold holds up her hands with palms outward, projecting a field of protective light before her. The strong and stately snow leopard who lives a solitary life in the highest reaches of the mountains looks over her shoulder standing guard. This card brings you a message of both caution and encouragement. It's time to take an honest look at the boundaries you set. If anybody knows anything about narcissists, narcissists has no boundaries. They have no boundaries for themselves, so they cannot possibly have boundaries with you and for you. The things that narcissists do, like I said, they lack. When I say they don't know anything about boundaries, they have no boundaries. They would go, they would do anything for money, for time, for validation, for attention, to be seen, to be heard. They will do anything. Oh my gosh. Hold on my book. I gotta get my book. I'm sorry. My book kind of fell out my hand while I was stopping to give that message. So. How do you view your importance in your own life? That's putting yourself first. Are you sacrificing your priorities and self-care to prioritize the needs and the wishes of others? Are you putting up with demands, dismissals, marginalization, or even disrespect from the people in your life? If so, it's time to put you to put up your hands and say enough. And you definitely will get to a point in your life where you say, you know something? Enough is enough because you realize that you have given, you have overlooked, you've turned a blind eye, you have forgiven, you've tolerated, you've just done way too much and you have to at some point start choosing you, choosing yourself, putting you first. And this is why I say when you set boundaries, you not only set boundaries for other people, but you set boundaries for yourself by honoring yourself, by respecting yourself, by choosing you, by saying no, by saying enough is enough. You may have been you may have been allowing others to cross your personal threshold and invade your time, your energy or your space. But this card is telling you that now that you now have the power to shift that pattern. Start to set clear limits today and make yourself a priority in your own life. Your soul deserves to be honored and you must be the first person to make that choice. When you do, you will finally receive the respect and prioritization that you've been longing for all the time.
Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something about these boundaries. When I say I when I say F around and find out if a person F around with me at this stage in my life, they will find out. When I say I will cut you off, I'm not going to argue with you. I'm not going back and forth with you. I'm not doing tit for tat. I'm not exchanging energy. Once I see you for who you really are and you deceive me or you play with me, my time, my energy, my space, you disrespect me in any kind of way, I'm just walking away because I already know what's going to happen to you. I already know. I'm not wishing bad on anybody, but I already know. And it's not good. It's not going to be good. Because I know how karma works. I may not see it today. I may not see it tomorrow. But I know when that karma come and it spin the block. The same way you took and you stole and you manipulated, you lied, you cheated, whatever it is. You got to pay for that. And you may not pay for it in this lifetime. Oh, but you will pay. Because see, here how God works. This is how God works. I don't have to keep an account. I'm not keeping score. I'm not tallying up shit. But guess who is? He is. Because what happens is God will give people multiple chances to get it right. He will give you multiple chances to fix it. Because he has spared you once, twice. He's probably spared you a hundred times. But that hundred and one time. Oh, when he come, he going to come. And you will be begging, pleading, crying, kicking, screaming because you have gotten away with it a hundred times. So you think you're going to get away with it a hundred more times. See, that's how karma works. Karma come when you least expect it. So I don't want to be on the bad side of karma. Oh, trust me. I'm going to accept that loss. I'm going to take that L. I'm going to put it on my chest and I'm going to handle it. Oh, but see. When it's spin the block and the tables have turned and God said, OK, I got you. I know what they did. I saw what they did. I heard what they said. So now you sit, you have a seat, take a seat and watch me work on your behalf. See, I had to show you who they were. I had to reveal some things to you so you could leave them alone. So now I'm going to have to let you sit over here and I'm going to give you your blessings. I'm going to give you what you rightfully deserve because you was loving, you was kind, you was peaceful, you was obedient. You treated people a certain way. You didn't hurt people. You wasn't out here attacking people. You wasn't vicious. You wasn't being wicked and spiteful and evil and vindictive. You didn't do any of that. So you know what? Here, you sit down, my son, my daughter. You sit down and I'm going to prepare a table in the presence of your enemies and I'm going to allow them to see you with your abundance of blessings. Things. And I'm going to let them see you eat and feast and be happy and be merry and live your life abundantly while they now have to suffer. 
That's how God works. So that's why when people do you wrong, don't seek revenge. Don't seek vengeance. Just sit back and say, you know what? I'm going to pray for you. I wish you well. I, I hope and pray that you fix it and you turn it around and you make it right before you get to that 101. Because that 101 mark is going to be something terrible. I hope you could withstand it. Because, see, people like to give, but they can't take what they give. They like to dish it out, but they don't want to receive it. You see? That's how karma work. They laugh and they key, 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 and they think it's funny. Because they think that they're getting away with shit when they hurt you and they betray you. And they dog you out and they lie and they cheat and they even steal. And they smear campaign your name and drag you through the mud and have you out in the street looking crazy and reckless. They laughing. Ha, 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 they laughing. <laughs> but only if they knew. Only if they knew. That's why it says, God, I have to forgive them for the things that they know not. Forgive them. And let them be. Oh, because there's going to come a time where they may still need you. And they may want you back in their life. But because they know that they have done so much to you, they know that you have done so much wrong to you and they know that now you have this, these boundaries and you have these standards. And now they know that they can't come back. And if they come back, they got to come back correct, because if they don't come back, they're going to F around and find out. That's why you need to have those boundaries. That's why you got to have that self-love and that self-respect. And you got to put yourself first. Choose you at all times. Because if you don't, they're going to come back. And they're going to try to do it all over again. Trust me when I say. The next card. Sensuality. Feminine wisdom and passion. A majestic tiger gazes to the right into your future, alert to the new adventures and passions about to be awakened in your life. His thick coat and snowy muscles relay a classic expression of sensuality and movement. This energy is present for you. It's time to open up to a more sensuous side of life, to touch, to taste, to see, to hear with heightened appreciation and awareness. This tiger is calling you to slow down your really experience to really experience the joys of the senses. Savor every moment of a beautiful scene, a sweet taste, a tender touch that sparks soul appreciation. The resulting energetic momentum things you are thing brings you into enlightenment with the beauty and the bliss of the universe. In addition, a more passionate sensuality may be on the rise. Don't dismiss this potential for shared excitement and increased sensuality. The tiger totem also brings messages of feminine wisdom and devotion. For tigresses are devoted mothers. This may foretell a period of dedicating more time to your family or even a new devotion to the needs of your own sweet inner child. 
you know, I have been in this space where I love my kids. You know, put it this way. Since I left the narcissist, the happy I've never seen my kids this happy. I never saw my kids at this in this this much peace, this much contentment, this like I see them flourishing. You know, they're happy, they're more creative, they're more it's just so many things that's just growing and blossoming and budding with within them. And so we've been spending quality time all of us, you know, together as one, as family, like it's peaceful, you know, just to see them want to connect. Yes, they still trust me. They still fight because, you know, they all got different personalities. They still fight, but it's different now. It's so different now. You know, when you when we were with that narcissist, we, we were all unhappy you know, that energy that the narcissist drains from you that, you know, narcissists don't like happiness. I don't know what it is with them, but because they're so miserable and they're not happy within themselves, they don't want anybody else to be happy. So we never enjoyed time around him or with him. We did our own thing. It was kind of like we did our own thing and he was just there. And then whenever he would come along, it was like he you, he just like sucked the life out of everything. It was just uh, it was overwhelming. But to see my kids now, I enjoy them. We have when I tell you we have fun here. I mean, from the time we get up to the time we go to bed, it's laughter, it's games, it's fun. It we don't have no drama. We don't really argue. Like I said, the girls argue. We but you know it's just overall like it feels like a home. It's like finally it feels like a home, a unit. We do things together. And that is a beautiful feeling. So, yes, I am definitely taking out and carving out time for my family. Family is first. Family is most important. We take care of our home first. We don't give a shit what goes on outside. Our home comes first. And so we appreciate that. And when I tell you it's a beautiful thing, it's a beautiful thing. My kids are so happy. I love it. Not just for myself, but for them because they deserve it because we've been through so much. Don't be fooled, however, by the rise of the feminine. Your gentle nature is matched by great power at this time. This is all about power. Take When I took my power back, I'm telling you, my life changed. Oh, my God. Tigers often hunt at night. So you may experience an increase in evening activities, both social and professional, which is true. You might also be feeling more adventurous and more willing to take risks. True. In fact, you may find yourself becoming more passionate about a great many things. Enjoy your newfound zest for life. Let me tell you something. When I was with that narcissist, When I tell you I was so exhausted and depleted mentally, spiritually, emotionally, I couldn't even focus. But I couldn't focus. I couldn't get shit done. I couldn't even think straight because it was always something. I was stressed about bills, stressed about how we was going to eat, stressed about how we was going to get food, what the kids need, stressed about car, cars, just stressed all the time. It was nothing but stress. When I tell you that heavy burden and that weight that was on my back, oh my God, 
Now, listen, now I get in this bed and I curl up and we go to sleep, honey. When I tell you, when I tell you, by the grace of God, man, listen. Let me let me get into this last card. Because I, 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 you know, as I podcast and I talk about certain things, I do like to keep, you know, certain things private. I because you know, evil eye, evil eye is is a real thing, and and evil ears. Because trust me, I, I know people are listening to my podcast, and you know, it is what it is. Uh, like I said, it's a part about being open, honest, and transparent. But I do like to hold some things private regarding my relationship because. Like I said, I've said this several times, not everybody is happy that you're happy. I'm going to just leave that right there. The last card, sacred gratitude, reverent appreciation, and prayer. This is going to be a good one, y'all. And this is what I'm closing out with. So I might just, listen, I might get into a word. This card brings a simple but profoundly important message to you. The woman peacefully stands alone in the quiet forest, reverently placing her hands on an ancient tree. With eyes closed, she feels a deep connection to the towering tree, truly appreciating its graceful, majestic presence in her life. This card is telling you to let go of external concerns long enough to spend some time in sacred gratitude. This reverent appreciation calls for you to pause and reflect, to truly feel the value of your life and of your earthly environment down to the depths of your very soul. This is not so much about listening. I'm sorry, listing of. Okay, this is not so much about listing of all the good things you already have as it is about simply experiencing the wonder of being. Being one with nature, one with your soul, and one with the planet and everything in it. This mystical approach is easy to adopt through a meditative thought, a deep breath, or a quiet smile. Be careful not to dismiss this choice as frivolous. This inwardly peaceful intention is actually a dynamic energy accelerating. Each quiet, uncluttered moment of gratitude will summon a, summon the communal grace of both the creative and magnetic forces flowing through the world. You can ride these energetic waves with joy. So take some time to engage in this deeper sense of great of gratitude now. And if this card is surrounded by activity-filled, high-energy cards in your spread, it's also more important to weave these peaceful moments of grateful reflection into your daily life. Profound appreciation brings expansive and valuable results. Okay. So, let me close out and say this. I can't stress enough how I wake up every day with a heart filled with gratitude. I tell you, I cry a lot. And it's not a cry of, of pain, of sorrow, of hurt. I cry because I'm so glad that I had the strength and the courage and the faith to pick up my things and go. And when I tell you, 
my life is completely different than what it was a few years ago. It is. I am grateful. I thank God every day. I thank God every day. I thank him throughout the day. I don't ever miss an opportunity to be grateful. To have the second chance at life. The second opportunity to get it right. Because I had the strength and the faith and I realized the power that I had within to change my life, to make better choices and decisions, not just for myself, but for my children. There is something with just waking up every day and thanking God and just being grateful. Do I have everything that I want? No. But I have everything that I need. And I'm where I am because this is where I need to be. It's like God just said, okay, you have suffered enough. You have endured enough. You learned the lesson. So now I'm going to bless you. And just make sure you continuously Show gratitude every day to me by being obedient, by serving me, by telling people, opening up that throat chakra, telling your truth, speaking your truth, and just not staying in that victim mindset, not sitting there crying, saying, woe is me, look what he did to me, look what he put me through, how could he, how could he, no, 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 I reclaim my power, the angels that was protecting me, my angels, my ancestors, I'm telling you, I have some powerful, strong angels Covering me, guiding me, protecting me, and I am forever grateful to them. You hear me? Because it was only by the grace of God, his love, his mercy, why I survived, how I endured. So, I say this to say, I don't care what it looks like. I don't care what you have to do. Reclaim your power. Take your life back. And give gratitude. That's it. With that being said, wishing you nothing but love and light. Stay blessed.